What time is it? Hey guys, and welcome back to The Social Call. It's Yaz, and today Carter is back at The Social Lounge. Carter was my second podcast I ever recorded, and today he's joining me, and we're catching up on how COVID played a role not only in his last couple of months in high school, but college and everyday life. We tackled this past election and how he wanted to be a change in a small town. We also talk about religion and how it's misunderstood. Lastly, due to Carter's high levels of energy and spunky attitude, I've decided to keep some of the bloopers throughout this podcast. Hope you all have a great one and enjoy. If you never, if you ever say never, then what happens is it more likely is a thing that will happen. Like it's a crazy thing, but it's true. Like never say never. I'm and never going to have sex. It's been the time of my life. Wouldn't change anything for the world. Wow. Okay, so the first time we did our, the first time we did this podcast, we talked about small town, and you were my second person on the podcast. That is correct. Yes. Look how much things have changed since then. We've added stuff. We now have two mics instead of one. (laughs) And they're not like. And we're not holding on by dear, dear God. Let me get in close so she can hear me. Can you hear me now? Doors and turn the lights down low. But no, like, last time we talked about small town, and, like, you were in high school, and you talked about how um, there's a mold in fitting in into small town. And, like, if you don't fit that mold, you're kind of, like, pushed away from it all. So my question to you is, like, how did it feel from, like, going to a place where you knew you wouldn't fit in to finally going to a place where you you know, I don't think the mold necessarily changed, thinking about it now. But I will say I did stop giving fucks in the summer because of COVID. And um, not fucks about COVID, just fucks in general. <clears throat> and um, so, yeah, I just stopped giving fucks because there are, yes, it's a lot of diversity, but people are predictable. Oh, and like in, in, the, in the school you're at now? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's college, so things just, like, it's bound to happen. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, there's predictions of college, but what I'm saying is, is, like, it's not, like, where, like, for, like, most of your life, you went to school with the same people. Nonetheless, your graduating class was, what, like, 10 people or something? 25, 25? Please. Oh, wow. God, how you had, a, you had a graduating class of 25. You understand the day you graduate from college, you're going to have a graduating class of 500 probably more exactly so like the, what i'm saying to you is is just like doesn't it feel different to finally like be more like expressive no it was hard though college has been hard for one i had no in-person classes this first semester so it was really hard to kind of get out and meet people and you know i did i met a few people um, and I knew some people that either already go to college down there or are in my class that I knew from beforehand or that weren't from my graduate class but I knew through other things. So I kind of stuck to them. I stuck to people that I already knew. And um, it's not been bad. I mean, really, I've had fun. Could have had more fun? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, COVID, you know, fucks everything up. And, yeah. How has that been on your, like, mental health, knowing that, like, 
what most people have experienced in their first years of college you didn't get to experience? You know, the college isn't, didn't do it as much, I don't think. College didn't do a, a toll, really. Co COVID college didn't do a toll, I should say. More, I think what did a bigger toll was COVID the end of my senior year in the summer. Mm, you guys didn't miss out on your proms and stuff, did you? Well, we actually... I forgot small town. Sorry. We cheated a little bit because we're a small town, whatever. Um, but we didn't get to have any of it right away. It was all like later in the summer when things had died down a little bit. <coughs> so yeah, I did get to have my graduation and did get to have prom, but they were like, you know, in a shed. <laughs> but uh, just like missing those last weeks of my education, there's lots of things that we didn't get to do, like the senior send off. Since my school, from elementary to high school, is like one big hallway. Yeah. The seniors would run from one end all the way to the other and like give high fives on the way out. Wow. Yeah. I never get, didn't get to do that, which I'm so salty about. And there's just a lot of stuff that I wanted to do in high school still, but I didn't get a chance to now. And summer was just kind of, you know, I just worked the entire summer. My time in college, you know, I've learned nothing. And I still got above a 3.0, so I'm pretty proud. Well, for me, speaking out of someone that finished college, um, I think it's a waste of money. I did four years of a university, and I am glad to say that I'm pissed that I still have student debt on some stupid-ass shit. I went four years to university to find out that criminology is not my thing, that sociology and anthropology are my thing, human society, like human interactions and stuff is my thing. And now I'm podcasting and I'm literally starting from scratch on learning how to edit, how to create new inventive things. And you know what I did? I Googled most of the shit I had to do. Nonetheless, I bought some books and started reading. And so you tell me, out of all that stuff, I can say I've racked up two, three grand on everything I've spent on this and whatnot. And you mean to tell me now I'm somewhere deep into 25 grand on some shit that I don't even use till this very day? Yeah, I'm a little pissed. I think it's a social construct that we have to go to college. It is. It is. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Um, I have no student loan debt yet. Or at all. I'm not going to get any. See, I'm not. See, I wasn't even that smart, though. That was oh, my no. thing. I was never that Mine's smart. Not really smart. From what? I get one just for being white. I wish. <laughs> one for being small town. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, there you go. That one's tiny though. It's only like a fourth of my entire thing. Then I have a bunch of little ones. And I, I pay some out of pocket from working at Four Queens. But what? Do you, what's your future goal? Like after college? I have no you, idea. Are you doing your just gen eds right now? Pretty much. No, I'm digging. I'm digging in. Like, last semester I did a lot of my communications-based classes, because I was thinking if I want to do a communications major. This semester I'm going to be doing some, like, public relations and some, like, news-like classes, so it's going to be more, like, um, training to be, like, a journalism major. I'm excited for but you! But I'm also taking um, an environmental science class to see if I would like to shift gears entirely and be something with the environment, whether that's, like, a park ranger or a master gardener or some sort of like marine biologist, biology, or zoologist. My cousin finished marine biology. Um, so here's my thing. Both fit you so well. 
I know. I think journalism, though, I think that would be fun for you because you're so adventurous and, like, what I was saying earlier, you're very enthusiastic that you bring, like, a oomph to any, any, like, any place you go. Like, your presence brings some kind of, like, what is Carter gonna say? Or, like, oh, Carter's in the room, the vibe is back. Like, there's this just positive energy all around you. The aura is working. So my thing is, like, I feel like journalism would fit very well. I well, here's the thing. Here's, here's the thing. Yes, here's the thing, yes. Um, I hate typing. Really? Yes. I mean, I'm good at writing. Don't get me wrong. I think I'm good at writing. Not to flex or anything, but I can write. I pulled, I did a 1,400-word essay in an hour and got 100% on it. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. small town. Do you remember you were telling me that you had to drive all the way back home to vote? Isn't that crazy how they managed to somehow fuck that over for people? No. He has me up. He has me up. <laughs> go ahead. No, um, I didn't have to go home. I could have voted down there in Iowa City, but Iowa City is a blue county and it will go blue every time. Uh. And their representatives Democrat and will go Democrat every time. But my representative the county that I'm from is a Republican, and I wanted my vote to go against that and help turn my county blue, which did not happen. Warning close. I can believe that. <laughs> I can believe that. The crazy thing is, there's only three counties that went blue in this in this state, and it was Des Moines, Blackhawk, where we're, where yeah, we're at, know. and uh, Johnson, Iowa City. Yeah. Oh, and Lynn might have went blue too. No, I think it was just four. three. Oh, okay, that makes sense. I yeah. bet Lynn went blue. But the thing is, remember, like, I was telling someone, 12 years, not even 12 years, longer than 12 years ago, Northeast Iowa completely helped Obama win both terms. Catholic. How did that, how did that flip? Democratic Catholics. Yeah, but the thing is, like... They stopped associating themselves with their Catholicism and with their, and they switched to associating themselves with their ruralism. That makes sense. They stopped caring about their Catholic values and started caring about their country values. So. Because if they were real Catholics, they wouldn't have voted for Donald Trump. I can tell you that. So like, when when we when someone has faith, I feel like faith is just to help you carry on to be the person that you've always wanted to be, right? Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is when people um, use their religion as an excuse to hate, it makes other people hate that religion itself. Just like, for example, like, um, after 9-11, so many people hated Muslims because Islamic radical groups used Islam as an excuse to murder people. Just like, in um, my opinion, Christianity, uh, the KKK uses a cross to burn it as, like, an excuse to go and kill black people, you know? Yeah. And so, for me, like, Religion is supposed to be something that guides you through this life to be the best version of yourself. But you cannot be using these words that you're twisting in your head as you read. Because I think, first first of all, I think when people read things, everyone reads a little bit differently. Like, we can read a sentence, like, we can, like, let's say I wrote you, a sentence. Yeah, yeah, interpret it. Yeah, it, yeah, that's the word. You interpret it differently. But what I'm saying is, it's just like, 
And you, I feel like a piece of religion is what's truly in your soul, what's truly in your heart, that, like, you will interpret that right in that way. You know what I'm saying? Yes, and here is my hot take on the Bible. You can't trust it. It's been mistranslated too many times, and it's outdated. It's not outdated, but it's been mistranslated to the point where we can't take it word for word. You can take the parables and the stories and the good parts of it, <clears throat> but the part that's like, um, gay is wrong, all of this stuff is wrong, don't do this, don't, you can't, aren't allowed to have a divorce, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, you have to kill a woman if she has her period. You know what I mean? Like, there's stuff like, not, you know, but you know what I mean. All of you know what I mean. Like, oh, don't have sex before marriage. Like, in our modern world, you can look back, and people have looked back and seen, like, how the Bible was originally supposed to be meant as, because they can go back and retranslate the originals. But translation's not exact. It's all been mistranslated. It's all been added to by people that want to progress their agendas. That's why... And build I, a society they want to build. Yes. Yeah. That's why my friend, who we got, I got in a fight with her about religion. And then I, you know, tore apart her all her entire religion using logic and facts and emotional appeals, ethos, logos, and pathos all at once. And um, yeah, then she apologized. The thing, but that, that's the problem. Is like, uh, I was telling a friend yesterday. I was like, when you have, uh, when, let's say you would have cancer. God forbid, knock on wood. But let's say that happens to you. The thing is, are you going to trust modern science to help you stay alive longer, or are you just going to put your faith in God? Now, some people would say, I would put my faith in God. But the thing is, it's modern science that's going to keep you alive longer. They're going to argue God's going to keep me alive as much as he believes that I believe in this earth. There's the math, and there's the mystical. Just hang with me on this one. The math... I'm here for it. The math is science, right? Okay. Math is one plus two is three. Four plus four is eight, etc. Okay. The mystical is the mystical. People have miraculous things happen all the time, right? Okay. You've heard the stories, yeah. You've okay. heard the stories of someone who has totally just been cured from cancer. They have no idea how. There is proof. Look it up. It was on like okay. CNN or some shit. I don't know. Okay. But there's proof of miracles happening. Miracles do happen. And I think you have to have a healthy dose of math to go along with the mystical. That made no sense. But it kind of did. Actually, no, it did. Because I think, this is the thing, you can go through cancer treatments and stuff, but still keep faith that God will help you through the journey of, like, healing and curing you from this disease with science in it. Math, Does mystical, that and mental. What? I'm adding mental because it's all in your head, too. As long as you choose to fight, you're going to have a better chance at survival. Those are studies. There's studies in that. Well, that's just like, that's like affirmations, too. It's like, if you if you affirm today that I'm going to do this, this, and this, and you go out and do you're it, more likely to do it. Exactly. So it's like, it, more positive things you put into the universe, more positive things will come back to you. Yeah. So Math, mental, and mystical. The three M's. Where were we at? In, oh. We were talking about politics, and we went into religious tangents, but it has some backs poorly, because here's the thing. I think, like, the reason small um, small town is the way that it is is, like, there's a huge, a lot of more faith into it, right? And because there was a, there was a, a friend of a friend's where he's like, 
you tell somebody that you believe abortion's wrong, and you tell somebody that you're not going to get rid of their guns, you got, you got already that county, if not everyone's vote, just right then and there with those two words. And then you can make people believe everything. Okay, today, I'm driving to Best Buy, you know, and as I'm driving to Best Buy, there's a car in front of me, this white car, right, white truck, uh, a Ford, and I read its bumper sticker. I follow it to read the bumper sticker, and it says, believe in America, not the media. Police! They are so brainwashed. Police! He, Trump literally brainwashed them not to believe any sort of media, Police! except for Fox News. And they don't even believe Fox News now. Because he said cut Because he said don't noise. believe it. Yeah, They're he said cut the noise on that. I told, I told a friend, or like my dad, and I was like, bro, Trump literally brainwashed all Republicans. He literally did. He's like a cult leader. He's charismatic. He can talk. He's literally a cult leader. He's leading them. Wait, you call him, you call what he does talking? Yeah, he's, okay. Oh, cult leader. He appeals to the weak-minded. Oh. I was going to say, when he talks, I'm like. No, 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 but he's charismatic. He has charisma, and he has, he knows how to get what he wants. He knows how to get rid of You're a Pisces. You know what I'm talking about. He when says that right. Like a fill, you know what I'm talking about. I hate that characteristic about Pisces. I like, it's so, it's, they, I swear, people underestimate Pisces. They're like, oh, they're so sensitive, this and that. But in the back of every Pisces head, it's like, how can I use you? Right. I will destroy you, and you <laughs> don't even know this. You don't even know me. <laughs> Yo. Dude, I As I've grown since the last podcast, you I have. interrupt people more. For sure. Well, at least I'm not COVID positive anymore. Twice. Bum, bum, bum. You tested twice for COVID. Yes. That first time you tested, you told me that it was rough, because you, you were saying you took so much NyQuil, oh, yeah. and you were struggling a lot. Tell me about that. Well, the first time I had it was in September, and I couldn't smell or eat anything, taste anything. Um, uh, basically, one night I had a really bad fever, and then I was just congested and coughing for like a week. Couldn't smell or taste. And then I got over it eventually, obviously, and then I picked up COVID again for my family Christmas, which was so worth going to because all I got was sweaters. Like less gatherings, better chance of like not capturing COVID. Okay, but less dick. Excuse me? Less dick. Less is not more. Maybe that means Police. less dick. I don't know if you know how we Less here. dick, more personality, maybe. Oh, but the oh, man that I, I talked to with a small dick had no personality. Oh, oh, you're literally talking about yeah, COVID. Yeah, no personality. I'm talking about COVID. He just he had a small dick and a small personality. That's pathetic. Okay, I'll give it that one. That's a fair point. Because I also agree with that. Oh, my good lord. Good lord. Careful. <gasps> I want to ask you one last question. Is there a final word you'd like to say for this podcast? We've tackled everything. In Star Wars, um, Return of the Jedi, that's um, episode three for the old people in the crowd and episode six for the younger kids. What so about if you don't watch Star Wars? Hold on. It's um, episode six. And um, in Darth Vader's death scene, when he is dying and Luke is holding him and he takes his mask off on the um, steps of, or on the ramp to the shuttle to get off, in the background you can hear shooting going on. And um, there are no other rebels on that ship, so that means the stormtroopers are shooting each other for spots on escape pods. That's your final word. Also, um, 
hope you all are fine. Um, if you like funny content, follow my TikTok. Cardi L. C-A-R-T-Y underscore L. Don't follow me on anything else, please. Okay. Carter, it was a pleasure uh, catching up with you. I know it you start school. Catching up with you. you start school soon. Um, I that just. That was a train wreck. I, yeah. That was a train wreck. I'm very spotty today. I'm sorry. That's okay. But I appreciate, I appreciate you coming in. Yeah. You're about to start school again. It was nice catching up with you. It was. Alright, that's a wrap on today's social call. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you have any questions about us, check us out on our website at www.socialcallpodcast.com. You can also follow us at Social Call Pod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We also have a YouTube channel. It's called Social Call Podcast. You can check out bloopers and deleted scenes from our show. Lastly, you can stream us on our website and or Stitcher, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. I hope you guys enjoyed today's social call podcast. Until next time, we out.